everybody. My name is Metal Music Man. And I'm Professor Lex. And this I almost is... forgot my line. You almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, shit, shit. What do I say? What do I, how does this work? Line, line, help. <laughs> We're going to have to pull you off stage with that weird crook thing. The long cane. That doesn't have a name. Axe, yeah. Uh, but this is episode 28 of the Metal and Lex podcast. Welcome, welcome. And uh, yeah, yeah, today we're going to talk about some stuff. I think uh, we were both very uh, uh, lacking of muse. And then we realized yeah. that we can always just talk about fighting game things. And I can always uh, wrap those fighting game things into games that no one cares about, like World of Warcraft, while still talking about fighting games, which still no one cares about. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's a topic <laughs> at hand. But, but Lex did some cool for. shit, so we, we, he wants to tell you about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I want to brag. This is my opportunity. This is my, my you pedestal deserve it. to uh, soapbox. Thank L'Oreal, you. L'Oreal, Lancome, Paris. You're, you're worth it. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> we're, we're doing brand slogans. Sure, sure. Um, make, makeup ads from the 90s. Yeah. So I'm very uh, straight. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, um, I have, as of recent, been uh, playing. There's a game that came out. Uh, 2019 called cadence of hyrule okay it is a uh it is a roguelike uh it, it's it's from the people who did uh crypt of the necrodancer which is a rhythm-based roguelike dungeon crawling extravaganza dancey dance rhythm game of danceness yeah, you, you can play it on a ddr pad i i haven't and i won't but you could do it it's possible it, it's definitely legal yeah okay um but like you you move around, the enemies move in time with the beat, and since it's a roguelike, the maps in Cryptid Necrodancer are all like completely procedurally generated. They have general rules that they follow, like certain shops or whatever only occur in certain stages. Um, when they did Cadence of Hyrule, they made it Zelda flavored, which is cool. Um, so it's a. They also... Let's pause just real quick and just. I, uh -huh. I like to say this game's full genre. It is a roguelike ddr like rhythm dancing legend of zelda, zelda. game yes yep man yeah. see you got it um okay did you, you, you ever always play make me feel past? good about how little of a hipster i am how in comparison <laughs> how much of a boring normie yeah. i truly am by comparison. I'm, glad, I, I'm glad i can flex a nerd you, nerd dick or you whatever with your, yeah your suspenders and your one-wheeled yeah. bicycle and your handlebar mustache i haven't i haven't worn suspenders in years um <clears throat> Okay. Um, of, of course, it was a net. What else would it <laughs> yeah. be? I have all of the windowy doors open. I'm trying to let them out. I have two. Them I out have of the house. two yeah. net traps that are barely doing anything at all. Anyway, it's almost October. They'll die eventually. It, it's basically. I mean, Oktoberfest stuff is out, so it's sometime yeah. between yeah, yeah, yeah. August and December. Um. So, uh, Cadence is. It, it takes the uh, Zelda spin. You, you know the uh, the link of Link to the Past Overworld map. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that except um, that's instead the whole game, of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you have to go around. You have to find the the four different specific temples. You go back to the Hyrule Castle and you fight Octavo from uh, uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, and then you do another dungeon, and then you fight uh, Ganondorf. Um, it's fun, but like since does, it's a roguelike, does, does Ganondorf dance? Ganondorf uh, kind of dances. He plays an organ, like one of those big uh, multi-tiered organ piano oh, things. Not a giant penis. Yes. Not like a big penis. Not okay. a not a large. Phallic. I mean, I could no, see it's, it's, Ganondorf wailing on a, a giant organ. Giant yeah. penis. <laughs> <laughs> Doing guitar solos on some anyway. Anyway, no, he no, plays an organ. He's a big pig man. Yeah, mm. and he he plays an organ. Oh wait, isn't the, that isn't yeah. that Ganon not Ganondorf when he's pig? 
or is it the opposite? Probably, probably. Okay. I don't. I can't. Ganon yes. versus Ganondorf. <laughs> Not to be confused with Demise, who is a completely different character that's also the same. I don't know anything about that. Demise is from Skyward Sword, and he's an eldritch abomination that is immortal and keeps reviving himself, which is why they keep being Ganons. Ah. Yes. The immortality of evil. Uh, it seems that there is no definitive correlation between the two, from what I can tell. It's hard to pull them apart. Yeah, I'll have to look, because they, they get a title slide. Oh, no, 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 excuse me. Ganon, also known as Ganondorf, in his Gerudo form. So I think, yes. The Gerudo's the human, right? So yes, it was. So I think, so I think when he's Ganon, that's when he's more of large pigment, evil, yeah, yeah, weird embodiment of some kind. And Ganon, then the, which is weird because you'd think it'd be the other way around. You, you need no. He he adds the dwarf at the end so that people are like, oh, that's a name. He's not a. He's not an eldritch <laughs> abomination. He's just a Gerudo guy. Sure, makes I, sense. That was racist of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, he plays an organ. Yeah, he plays an organ. That's that's the last uh, boss fight. And after you kill him, the the game ends. Uh, But what's cool about the game is that they they move the tiles around. And again, the tiles have like rules like uh, if you you have to go to the desert and the desert is in one of the corners of the maps. Um, You have to go go to to the desert specifically just for Ganon or. Uh, Yeah. So uh, the story goes that Octavo has uh, enchanted four musical instruments or monsters with musical instruments i'm just gonna keep going up in pitch sure sure <laughs> anyway, um, no you got it that's it <laughs> um no so he he's he's enchanted like uh maracas and he's hidden them in the uh in the lost woods right mm-hmm but in order to protect the maracas, uh, he's enchanted them nearby a uh, goma, right? And so uh, the goma, a, t- a, a goma, I don't even know. A the I goma. Don't, I don't even know. You, have you played? Uh, There's this little indie title you may or may not have heard of called The Ocarina of Time. Came out in 1998. Uh, this is a little niche thing. Describe it, it as not whatever dumb fucking name you just said. Big spider fella from the forest temple. Oh, just the big spider. Yeah, Goma. yeah, yeah. This, yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but don't. That's like, that's like when someone's like, someone's like, oh, man, the other day I was playing Zelda and I remembered how cool the Deku scrub was. And I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is that? And and then they're like, you know, the weird little fucking helmet thing that pops up and shoots pellets at you. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you just say that the first time? Like, to me, all of, all of the enemies are like that. It's like, ah, it's the, the dumb thing, fucking octopus that are. shoots poop out of his mouth at it's, me. It's never like, been an Octorok. F- fuck that guy. <laughs> or like, like, ah, it's the weird lizard backflippy swordman. Lizalfos. Like, no, Lizalfos. no, they, they don't have names. <laughs> like, ah, creepy golden spider penis. Like, no, that's what they all are. They're gold, not. Gold sculptula. That's no. No, they're quest. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have names. <laughs> or like Sorry. in the My original mistake. Legend of Zelda, there's the um the ladders that eat you. They look like ladders. They like goopy ladders, and when they eat the you, they take likes? your items. Yeah, they take your the items. Like-likes. Yeah, it's like a ladder. Yeah, no, it's weird ladder, like-likes, weird goop ladder. Yes. And then there's uh-huh. jelly goop that splits into tiny jelly goop bitches. Chews? No, Are tiny jelly goop oh, bitches. Uh, and then there's and then there's bats. Uh, and then there's, what? Are you are you telling me you don't even call the bats bats? They're not bats. They're bats. How are they not bats? How many bats bats have you known to be on fire? 
and like be chill with it. There are lots of bets that aren't on fire. And yeah, they're, they're just, also keys. They're, they're just, just not fire keys. They're just bets. <laughs> they're just bets. There's the creepy blinky devil face guys that, that blink and fly around and you can't kill them. But when they hit you, you can't use any of your moves. Bubbles. <laughs> they're, they're literally just called bubbles. Yeah. Okay. I guess. <laughs> whatever anyway 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 you go to the desert there's a guy there's maracas yeah no no in the lost woods there's a goma that uh haunts maracas and in as link you have to defeat it so that you can take the maracas so that you'll be able to fight octavo and uh ultimately ganondorf uh but instead of it being just a goma now it's called the goma maracas wow okay yeah yeah see you got maracas are there eight of them because uh, spider or only, i mean there's only two no it's it's got like eight legs and it like walks around sort of like a crab does except it shakes maracas the titular maracas go maracas all right yeah see making um, a lot of sense no this this is great okay so uh you know the big dragon fella what was in the original legend of zelda mini headed dragon guy looks Who, like lo- you have to Hydra? stab at a certain place or he doesn't uh-huh. take damage Mm-hmm. See, see, we this see. It's like is, this is it's called, like we know what we're talking about. This is a gliok. No, it's why do you? Yes. Why do you because know? You go in, you get the sword, you shoot it at the dragon thing. You're like, why the fuck does this guy have so many heads? You scream, I'm dead, I'm dead. Then eventually he dies. You get a heart. You forget about him. He doesn't have a name. <laughs> he doesn't. Have, what it the is, fuck is wrong? Until later, he comes back. You're like, ah, oh, it's that fucking dragon head guy. He has more heads now. But are you telling yeah. me you're playing this game? You're like, oh, this Classic is Gliok. this is the Gishnarful Narful variant of the Gliok. Like you know the fucking well, the fucking two colors. Uh, the Latin <laughs> the Latin scientific <laughs> name for all these fucking <laughs> Zelda monsters. What the the fuck? formal. <laughs> Why are you like this? Why do you know these things? Because the Gliok is protecting a Glockenspiel. And so it is the Those Glockenspiel. Aren't Those aren't real words. Glockenspiel is German. It's, I'm aware. You've played the, the Glockenspiel. I've played it? Everyone's played the Glockenspiel in like a, a elementary school or middle school or whatever. It, it looks like a big xylophone, except they give you like a fuzzy mallet to hit it with. Yes. I, I yes, see. One, once again, you have described the proper name. <laughs> Excuse me. I thought if I just called it by what it was, you that would was know. So, that was so perfect for this entire conversation. Like, you know the glockenspiel. What? The, fu- the, fu- the xylophone that you play with a fuzzy mallet? Ah, yes. I ah, do yes. know that. These things don't... These names aren't real. There's no, okay. it's, it's just a xylophone that you play with a fuzzy mallet. So so in the Gerudo ruins, uh, you know the, uh, the big suits of uh, armor... Yep. That are like loosely inhabited by life that like move around. If you tell me they have a name, I'm leaving. They're called Armos. God, okay. Armos? Armos. A R M O S, Armos. And they're guarding, of course, the bass guitar. So they're the of course. Bass, bass guitarmos. Wow. So they are, they are just punning their puns yep. off. There's, there's one left that I. Oh, no, no. Okay. So, uh, you know, the wizards that fly around and they go. The, the ones the, that you catch in the... Oh, wait, I know. No, no, wait, wait. I know their name. You're thinking of... Okay. Are they Pose? No. See, uh, I, I've described don't you catch the Pose thing. in a bubble in a thing? You catch them? A, a Poe is a thing. Pose oh, okay. are enemies in this but not game. But not a wizard. Zelda. No, they're, they're called Wizrobes. Is this from the... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are these the guys you can only kill with, like, the wand? 
that sounds about right. They, they like teleport the around. They, yeah, and they, they tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. the original, okay. I, I was thinking um, Ocarina, and I don't think those guys are in Ocarina, if memory serves. I can't remember if they are. I, I know that I got Wizrobe <clears throat> vibes from. Uh, oh, the twins. They're called Quinrova. They're called Wizrobes, and that's why Wizrobe's name Wizrobe's is Wizrobe. Called Wizrobe. Yeah, Wizzy's called Wizrobe because of the Wizrobe. I had no idea. Yeah. So. Now, it, would, don't you think it'd be easier if his name was just? Weird wizard Kevin. that goes. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then every time they'd longer. be like, nice, nice back air from weird wizard that goes. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't, you haven't played uh, uh, Wind Waker, but they make like the. I played this it for five horrible, seconds. And yeah, you didn't, didn't get to care. those robes. They make that noise, but like shriller and louder. Oh. And they get like real worked up when you hit them. Okay. So yeah, that's worth it just for that. Um, but so this, anyway. this guy. He's, he's playing, uh, I'll, I'll, it, it's a woodwind instrument, right? Okay. Uh, sort of like a flute. It's an oboe. I know what an oboe is. Oh, because, shit, okay. Because Peter and the Wolf is a thing. Yeah. Do you okay, know Peter okay. and the Wolf? Of course I do. And Sasha the Duck, who was I an oboe? Sasha the Duck. Sasha the Duck was an oboe. Oh, shit. And then it's the oboe oh, okay. doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. All, the, all the animals have songs and instruments oh man yeah peter and the wolf is the shit if you guys haven't watched peter and the wolf look that the shit old up. cartoon yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. and ben oh, and yeah. me peter and the wolf and ben and me i used to have a double i don't know, I don't know ben and me. oh ben and me is the story about how everything ben franklin did oh my god i just realized that ratatouille ripped off ben and me ben and me is the story about how everything ben franklin did actually this mouse did Oh, and this mouse was like piloting him. This mouse was like, hey, let me make your fucking glasses better so you can see. And then everyone's like, Ben Franklin, you're a genius. And the mouse is like, hey, what the fuck? I fucking what the fuck. And then the mouse is like, ah, fuck you. You're flying a kite. I need to get a like you left the key on it because you're an idiot or something. And then like he gets struck by lightning and then they're like, ah, good job, Ben Franklin. And the mouse is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. uh, So anyway, yeah. Ben and me is like a b-side to peter and the wolf on vhs that i watched like a thousand a thousand times as a kid it's the same voice actor that does the guy that does the voice of whatever the mouse's name is um in peter and the wolf or in ben and me so i think the mouse in peter and the wolf is the same guy but i wouldn't swear to Uh, that okay but for sure the mouse in ben and me is voiced by the same guy that does like um he did like I think the original Winnie the Pooh voice, and he does like the Snake and Jungle Book. Uh, he's oh, in shit, all they are. those. Ka is his name. Yeah, the that I did. Yeah, Ka, I do know Ka. Yeah. Um, How do yeah. you know the name of the Snake from Jungle Book, but you don't know like any I didn't, I didn't remember Zelda enemies? Because the Snake from Jungle Book is like a character that does things, and not a guy that just appears on the screen and dies one second later. Like, why? Why the fuck do you know these names? You're weird. You can't convince me <laughs> that, that you're weird. not. You're really weird. It's, it could be weird. Um, I do remember. Dude, alien, sound off in the comments and Twitter. Let a gaslight will. Let Jordan's him know just he's gonna wrong. be like, I only remember <laughs> the enemies that are green. <laughs> like, that's anyway. So fucking. <laughs> Can we just randomly give Hylian shit every podcast? We'll never, oh, sure. we'll never invite him. We'll never invite him. He's such a good and give little him a listener. To defend himself? Yeah, no. no, 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 no. We'll just, we'll just go to his house and play video games, and then later be like, ah, fuck that guy on the podcast that he listens to that Fucking only five Jordan. people listen to. What an <laughs> Our dedicated viewer, oh, de- <laughs> beloved fan. Fuck him. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. like a whole thing, and it's cool. Yeah, it's a whole. It's a whole thing. The game is great. Uh, fucking love it or whatever. It's it's a good like six and a half hour romp, or at least it was for me the first time I played. Oh. And now I have graduated to wizard class, so I'm speed running the game, and I am <laughs> getting it actually called uh, that. No, oh, okay. that's the thing I said. Yeah, that's not a real. That's not a Zelda term. You're safe. Okay. <laughs> um, I was worried it might be. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, no, so now I'm beating the game. Uh, I, I PB'd, that's personal bested, uh, today at uh, 30 minutes. So, Your which is the best in the world? N- number 62. That's pretty I'm, fucking I'm good, Alex. Place. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Out of all, just played it for like two weeks. For you to be number 62 in the whole world out of all 12 people who play Cadence yeah, of High Rule, that's. Wait. That's pretty good. That's pretty I can't good, help but man. I feel like you're being a little bit facetious. <laughs> um, no, but like it's probably a couple thousand like people, right? Minutes. Do it. The world record's fifteen, and your your time is what again? Thirty minutes. So he's bad. he's like twice as good as me, literally. Yeah, twice but as he's good. in the top one percent. I mean, I would yeah. imagine a couple thousand people play that game, right? I like, I think that yeah, yeah like it chunk. sold pretty well. So, yeah, so that's cool, I, man. I feel good. It's it's neat speedrunning it is fun because you have to recognize like where the rules of where the tiles tend to be and then you have to like navigate them uh, on the fly you have to pick a route and and find your way to the right tile and since it's sort of open-ended and open world in air quotes uh you can do the the dungeons in any order that you want so like trying to figure out, trying to negotiate which dungeon you should do first based on like what equipment you have or what equipment you've randomly been given because the, the treasure chests have different things in them. Um, yes. Every time you play the game. So like, like negotiating all of that is, is a lot of fun. There's a lot of like improv and like on the fly and like uh, there are glass weapons and glass equipment. And if you get hit while you're wearing or using glass equipment, it breaks and like, it's super powerful, but it's really good. But- as long as yeah, you don't, yeah, dude. Okay, I did. I did a playthrough a million years ago. Uh, if you're very bored at some point, uh, check out on my YouTube channel. I did a uh, let's play of the original NES Zelda. Zelda, yeah. Yes, and and so I have. If you're interested, I have both the whole playthrough, which is like ten hours or some shit, and I have a shortcut of all of the moments where I am an idiot. That's forty five oh, minutes long. <laughs> it's the whole. <laughs> Oh, that's that's brief. Yeah, forty five minutes of having been. I mean, from ten hours down to forty five minutes is a lot. But that's pretty good. But but, uh, yeah, if you want to watch me like be an idiot and get shit on in a Zelda game, it's pretty fun, and uh, I I had a good time with it. It's one of my favorite pieces of content I've done, but it's like just a little lesser known thing. But anyway, the point of this is that after I played that, uh, I did this like at the height of when I was remotely relevant in Street Fighter. When you were when you were famous. Um, yeah, yeah, let me know when you're the number one Oni in North America, um, uh, which I literally was. Weird dick. flex, but okay. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> hey, you're talking about speedrun things. I get to, number 62, I get to, yeah. There you go. This is way less um, impressive. But, uh, but anyway, um, what, uh, what was hilarious to me is that after I did that, one of the guys that like watched my Street Fighter stream was like, hey, man, check out my fucking run. I think I'm, I'm pretty good, like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay. So I like watched this dude's video. This motherfucker does an entire run from start to finish uh-huh. in one setting without ever taking damage. No that damage is clear. like 
I can't imagine ever giving a fuck about that game enough. I think it's a beautiful game. I've played it so many times over the years. It's one of the best games ever made. It is the father to so many different things. Mm -hmm. The original Zelda on NES, but like, imagining playing that game and never getting hit from start to finish is just like, why? 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 That is like a level of skill and dedication that I mastery. I can't. Yeah, I mean, I've mastered certain things in games, but like that is that is absurd. It's ridiculous. Well, you at some point you just have to accept that he likes the game more than you. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> game, too. It's a great fucking game. But uh, so anyway, I don't know. It, that shit's crazy. But uh, yeah, no, that's really cool. Congrats being Thank 62, you. Thank 62 you. in your it's... cadence game. Uh, I, I've got a lot of uh, it, what's weird is like I know all the routes now more or less I, I've got like one or two tricks still to learn mm-hmm. but after this it's just shaving seconds off at a time and like mm. optimizing really tiny shit and that's going to make up 15 minutes that seems so. to be speedrunning in a nutshell is like once you get to a certain yep. point it's all really tiny minor things that over a very long period of time add up a shit ton but that's cool I respect speedrunning I don't want to do it i don't super oh, follow fine. it yeah. but every now and then i watch some you know agdq or whatever and like it's uh yeah i'll be damned if i don't respect it i just don't oh yeah it, it isn't quite me you know in terms of what i want to focus on for most things seeing seeing wizards <laughs> blow up games that i've played is is a delight dude some of the super mario 64 yeah. shit is hilarious like the way you- they backflip through the geometry Back, and Bowser gets jump, cross-eyed slide, and hop dies. and make weird noises and go yeah it's crazy it's so wild the fact that they even find that shit is miraculous but uh but anyway so that's cool um i guess we'll we'll slide into our uh actual last minute topic uh sure. which yes. is uh, generically about uh uh t- tears and Cheers. and and picking top tiers or not picking top tiers um, so I guess I'll start this off with just saying, like, I feel like for myself, I've been at different points of the answer to the age old question of should I pick a top tier, mm-hmm. uh, at varying, I, I've been at different points of that at varying points of my, uh, quote career. unquote career, I guess, of, of playing video games. You've, uh, you've made money before. I'm going to call it a career. I have made money. I haven't made good yeah. money. Um, well, I don't anything. generally make money anymore. <laughs> I'm too old and bad and the games are newfangled and strange. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I've been at varying different points on that uh, thought process. Um, and I'll, I think this applies to more than just fighting games. It applies to lots of different games. Um, I'll apply it to WoW eventually, which none of you will like. Um, but uh as the the age old quote goes from Sanford Kelly, uh, pick a top pick, tier. Pick a top tier. Pick a just top pick tier. A top just tier. pick a top tier. I want the damage. I want the damage. Pick a top tier. So this is true, um, and I, I find personally, and and this is something that like what I always find very interesting about when I talk about this is that whatever I do, I'm usually pretty adamant about. You know, like I feel like I make my decision, and I'm like, yeah, here's my thing. I'm gonna do this thing. And Mm -hmm. depending on who knows me from which game, sometimes people are just like, oh, Metal is such a low-tier hero. And other people are like, Metal is a fucking tier whore. Fucking tier whore. Fuck that guy. And I'm just like, I mean, whatever, man. Like, I kind of do, I kind of do whatever feels right in the game, you know? Um, So for me personally, what it is, is like, and what I think I'm looking for uh, 
is like I'm always looking for a character that like I connect with mm-hmm. um, first. And then secondarily, if either A, I don't connect with that character as well, or B, I connect with the game overall really well, mm-hmm. I usually mind playing a top tier less. But what I think I specifically want to focus on here is not so much about our preferences as it is as much as it is how other people can kind of gauge for themselves that decision making process. So it, so are you saying you want to do like you know, like the topic is that we're trying to tell people how to use a tier list? Not how to use a tier list, but more how to make the decision of what you care about. Assuming assuming okay. you've got an idea of what that is, because uh, so here's where I'll. I'll I'll beeline into World of Warcraft a little bit here, so we have not just a purely fighting game outlook, and then and then we can uh, and, and mm. then I'll open up and shut the fuck up, and you can say thoughts, I guess. But <clears throat> one of the things that's happening currently, so there's a new WoW expansion coming out, and so everybody's like, ah, what character do I play? And it's a lot like you know, if a new fighting game comes out, you're like, who am I going to play? Who am I going to play? Who am what I going to play? Yeah. Um, and so a lot of times, what will happen is like people get, in my opinion, more often than not, overly obsessed with which character is or is not top tier or is or is not viable. And they typically are like trying to make this decision or come to some conclusion about this um, way too early. And that's definitely happening now where people are like, oh man, who's good? Is it going to be the paladin? Is the, is the shaman going to be bad? Is blah, blah, blah spec. And it's like, look, dude, at the end of the day, most characters will be able to do 90 or 95% of what you want to do for 99% of the population. And I think fighting games are pretty similar. It depends on the game. There are games where the variance is larger, but a lot of times people end up getting really caught in like whether the character is good enough before they're even good enough for that to be relevant <laughs> and um, I'll use actually um, uh, one of our other uh, three total listeners every now and then is uh, 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 Level 40 Raichu from the, mm-hmm. the St. Louis uh, Smash Ultimate scene. Um, and I remember there was like a long period of time where he was just like, oh, I like plant, but plant's so bad. And like for me, meeting Ganon, first of all, I was always like, dude, shut the fuck up. Zero sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> like, first of all, like. But secondarily, I was always like, dude, just fucking play plant. Like, it's fine. Like, you are so far from where it is relevant that plant holds you back. If you really resonate with plant, which he did, piranha plant, he, he really yes. did like piranha plant. Like, if you resonate with that, that's like a, what, a mid or a low mid tier character at worst. It's like a fine, it's a fine like character. now, probably. Not, I think when, good. when he People was thought he, having this crisis, he, he, it was worse. But That's fair. People are dumb. But that's also why these things happen. Because people do yeah. write off characters and they don't. For being bad. Yeah, yeah they don't like, test like, them. Like, like Yoshi. O-T-Hawk. Like, oh, <laughs> we're not coming into OT. <laughs> They're not ready for those memes. But, but like, fucking, we'll say Melee Yoshi. Like Melee Yoshi. Where oh, yeah, people, yeah. that's like Garbage the best character. example of all time. So Bad up the... Yeah, uh, and, and there are... So I'm going to define, I think, I think hard and soft assumptions. Because it's a safe assumption to make that in most games that are like Street Fighter, that aren't Street Fighter Five, where all of the rules don't make any fucking sense, that a character that has like a... Um, 
a character that has like a three frame dragon punch mm-hmm. is going to be good. You yes. won't be bad if you have a three frame dragon punch. You might not be great. Like Oni like is not great or well, he's, he's fine now, but for a long period of time in street fighter four, he wasn't, um, but he wasn't ever like garbage, actual yeah. garbage. He was never like Oni was never as bad as like Ganondorf is ever. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. was bad, but the game is just more homogenous, right? In general, and then also the game is more level. Yeah, the game is a little bit more yeah. level overall, but also importantly, like it'd be sort of like if if Ganon had Marth or Lucina up B. You literally can't okay. be bad if you have Marth or Lucina up B, in my opinion. You can't. Okay. You can be like not good. Like, sure. like, like Marth, I guess, tier, is not like, not like a, a top, top tier character. But Marth cannot, like, he literally cannot be bad because he has an invincible five frame out of shield, out of shield. move. So you always have a reversal. You, you always have a way to say, hold on, I'm yeah, still here. You can't be bad. You can be not good. I'm not saying you're good, but you're not bad. You're fine. You're like, at worst, a fine character. So that to me is like a good hard assumption if you have some sort of baseline utility like that you know you're just gonna be good like there's just no way you won't be that that particular utensil that you have is too uh universally useful for Mm -hmm. the rest of your kit to make you a bad character unless you've got like that's not to say it's impossible but like we're talking about law of odds generally speaking when you're looking at new characters you're like, does this character have a three frame dragon punch? Does this character have a five frame up be out of shield? Cool. They're they're probably like more likely than not, they would have to have an egregiously terrible everything for them to end or up being actually. The game bad. would have to be so fucking wonky like yes. uh, Marvel because uh, Ryu's got an invincible Shoryuken. Yeah, like, yeah. That means anything. Yeah. Well, Marvel is a whole <laughs> enigma. Yeah, absolutely. But it, I think in normal Street Fighter games, uh, again, I made yeah. the point of not calling out Street Fighter Five because sure, that's, sure, sure. it's not applicable in Five because meter. there are no invincible moves because meter. And, and, nah, but if you had five, one, you wouldn't be bad. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't be bad if you if, if you fucking didn't have to spend meter. But <laughs> but Street Fighter Five is fucking terrible. Surprise, surprise. Anyway, so that's like a hard assumption that I think is good. But then. What a lot of people will do is they find characters that I think all they have is like soft information at best. And they will assume based on that, that there's like no way they could ever be good. And I think plant is a great example of that because they're like, well, he doesn't have like throw combos. He doesn't doesn't have an up out of shield. He doesn't have, yeah, he doesn't have the up out of shield. He, He doesn't have the greatest like frame data out of shield or otherwise he's kind of slow. And so sometimes you have a character like Ganondorf that actually fulfills those things. And your character is like slow and does have problems. And other times your character has some unique aspect to their gameplay, like Prana plant or Luigi or, Fucking, I don't know who else I'm thinking of right now, uh, but Melee but, Yoshi. Yeah, sure. Where where they've got like they're not necessarily good, but they're not like a character. They're a character that I think, in my opinion, if you are playing a game and you have a hard resonance with, like you are just like, man, 
this character speaks to me speaks so to me. much. If that character is a mid-tier, in my opinion, you're kind of an idiot if you don't play them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if, if that is the one character. Like, if a top tier also speaks to you, probably play the top tier. But yeah. if if the only one that speaks to you is this mid, mid-low, I would even say, like, trash, garbage, bottom-tier character. If, if something resonates with you... Pick them first. If you truly always have that, do that, always do that. And then decide after you start getting like repeat top eight performances at no, like like literally oh, okay. like if you if you get like repeat top eight performances at like decent events or 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 you know, or I guess since it's COVID and you're you're winning, you know, online against good players, however the fuck people in your play. mind's eye yeah. or whatever. If you start doing well with that character, like you you have improved, and at that point, if you decide after you're doing actually, like, not like, you don't have to be winning everything, but, like, if you're, like, actually making progress, you're doing better than, like, two and two every fucking week or whatever. Mm-hmm. At that point, if you feel like the character's holding you back, you might be at a level. Might be at a level where that's relevant. Not even guaranteed, though. So, yeah. like... I think there's a lot of players. This isn't everyone, right? There are definitely some people who I think people who see the game as a whole more are less likely to fit into this, this sort of conversation. If you're a Mm -hmm. more game wide player where like you don't really feel like this is how I was in brawl. This is why I played top tier in brawl. I didn't really feel like any character ever particularly resonated with me. Eventually it was DDD. But that sure. took a long time. For the most part, I was like, I don't really feel like any of these fit me. I do like the game generally, but I'm not like, you know, there were like a couple over the course of time that I kind of like tried out. I tried Samus, you know, Falco was here and there and like um, a little bit of Marth, some Mennonite. But like none of them were ever just like the way like Oni was where I was like, yo, this is my dude, you know, um, like that never happened. That's not necessarily mm-hmm. a bad thing. And if that doesn't happen, I think it's a little bit easier to just play whoever you want, but I don't think it's like a burden to like a character. Cause if you like it a character, yeah. yeah, if you, well, I sorry, excuse me. It certainly can be. We're yeah. talking a little bit earlier in the timeline. I think right like now, like uh, early in a game's life, you're saying, I think in a game's life and in a player's life in terms of their being able to start their, their, game their focus and drive on it. And they don't need to be early. Okay. They don't. Cause I do this every time a new game comes out. Like sure. when Grand Blue came out, I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I like Grand. Should... Grand's cool. I'm just going to play Grand. And then this fucking asshole named Professor Lex spent what? all this time convincing <laughs> me that I would like Beelzebub. And I was like, I'll tr- I tried him. I don't like Wait, him. He... And then he was like, and then he was like, I think you'd like him. You should try him more. And then I tried him more. And I was like, I still don't really like him. And he was like, oh, man, I don't know. You should try him. And then Lex made me like Beelzebub. The second worst character in the entire game. And now I like him. At the time he wasn't. And I the don't worst play Gran because even though I really like Gran, I like Beelzebub more. Anyway, I hate you. This has been a beautiful podcast series. I'm breaking up <laughs> with you. Here. You're okay. a bastard. You swindled me. Uh, I did. That's, that was my my long term goal. Your long term goal being able to succeed. Yeah, it wasn't even about beating you. I really liked Grant. I I like Grant a lot. Grant is and Grant is horseshit. Grant Grant is fucking dumb. Grant is one of the dumbest characters in any game I've played. Like he's very very dumb. Like good dumb. Just 
to anyone who's been confused Yo, by choice of but words. But also, Dum Dum, it's the best of both worlds. Brain dead. Gran yeah, is, you don't really have to think. Gran is like... You can just turn off and go ape shit. And Gran is like damaged. if you combined like Street Fighter 2 Ryu with Brawl Meta Knight, where <laughs> he just does whatever the fuck he wants. Everything just works. He can zone. He can reversal. His combos are the best combos in the game. His footsies are the best footsies in the game. His safe jumps are not the best, but they're, but they're really good. fucking good. Like he just, just everything you do. Grant is like any character. Grant is like if, okay, for our ultimate listeners, I feel like Grant. Grant is like ultimate Mario. He just has everything. He has three frame up, be out of shield. He has projectiles. He has combos. He has kills. He has neutral. He has edge guarding. He can recover. He just does, except even better, a lot better. It's like if Ultimate Mario was the best character in the game. Jetpack. If Ultimate Mario was the best character in the game, that's Gran and Gran Blue Fantasy Versus. So anyway, I really liked Gran. Lex is a bastard. But my point is, I enjoy, I still play a little bit of Gran. I like Sora's, who's the only character that's worse than Beelzebub, who is my main. Um, but ultimately, I have gotten better at Gran Blue and understood Gran Blue better because I resonate with that character. Um, with Beelzebub, the bad character. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not, so, so if you want results, that's fine, but I think a lot of people jump to results before they actually, like, grasp an understanding. That's and, because that's, that's for a lot of people, that's their only measurable means of knowing if they're having any success with the game, with the character, with the way that they're engaging the game. If, if you're playing and if you're not do well. winning, do what? Is if they do well, like in bracket. Yeah, yeah if, if you're playing and you went 0-2, regardless of how well you did or how much you learned or who it is that you played, the only data that you have is that you went 0-2 and you have to change something. And whether that means you need to not go up against, you know, the best player first round, or if it means like you just got like a, a shit matchup handed to you or whatever it is, something has to change for you in, in order for you to succeed. And that's that's not a crazy thought. That's a very logical thought. But the problem is you're bad. Yeah. And well, so and, and so changing yeah. it's like it's like if you don't. OK, let's make an analogy here. It's like you don't know how to drive a manual and you're losing a race and you're like, oh, man, I got to get a faster car. But you still mm -hmm. don't know how to fucking drive a manual. Yeah. So you just can't do anything. That to me is like accurate because people are just like, I'm going to pick a top tier. And it's like, bro, you don't even know how to play yet. And and that's that's the thing. That's the one thing that, you know, every time you sit down to play that you have control over. You can always choose a different character. You can't choose to be better and you can't choose your spot in bracket. The only thing that you have any demonstrable changeover when you sit down to play is the character. But don't you think like it's they're not playing out. to learn? Yeah, like they're not like no, that, it, that to me. This is the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because like and that's this is not to say no one should pick a top tier. Like at a certain and point, not to say, absolutely. Yeah, at a certain point, absolutely do that. I mean, there was a certain point when I was playing Street Fighter four where uh, I forget if we talked about this, this on this podcast or not at this point, but but I would play and I would do. I did really well early because no one knew what the fuck I was doing. No one knew what Oni did. Uh, also, I'm good. But but um, but nobody but but nobody also knew like 
the character's not that weird, okay? Like, I feel like, looking back, everybody's like, oh, he's so weird. He has a cross-up slash. And I'm like, dude, it's, he's just, he's a Shoto with literally two gimmicks. He's shaped like a Shoto, and yet he is not a Shoto. Sure. How do, how do you make a life? Wait. How does he... <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. Like, people be like, oh, yeah. he's so weird. And I'm like, have you fought Ryu before? Because he's the same fucking character. It's like, oh, man, but Ryu doesn't have a cross-up move on the ground. Oh, sure. Like, like, oh, okay? Like, it's still, like, that's, that, it'd be like if someone was like, oh, man, that motorcycle's green. It's very different than that motorcycle that is purple. And you're just like, "Ah, I mean, it, yes, but also no, not at all. So, so it took people a while. And certainly I did better earlier on because, I don't know, people are stupid and can't block. I don't get it. So present company notwithstanding. Yeah, no, no, you're a savant who, if I just say Lex block it, you will block. But somehow if I say Lex don't (laughs) jump. You will no, still that's, jump. That's unethical. That's immoral. <laughs> <laughs> I must oh my God. jump. <laughs> so anyway, um, there was a point where I was playing uh, and doing well, and I would run into uh, this guy, Chris, who owned the bar, and he's a super nice dude, and uh, he would own the bar that hosted Bar Wars. He's really Gracious cool. Ways. Um, and he's, he's a good player. I'm not trying to shit on him, but his overall record was nowhere near as consistent as mine. And it would be like, if I ran into Chris in bracket a lot of the time, uh, he played in Bison. And in my opinion, Bison beats Oni 7-3. I have years of experience with this. Agree or disagree, just know that I am right and you are wrong. I am am literally a professor. Uh, In my opinion, that is a very hard matchup. Maybe 6-5-3-5 if we're getting really particular. But it's worse than a 6-4. it's it, it's a very it's a very hard matchup, um, and I won't go into the details because fuck you. But it is so. At a certain point, I was just like, dude, I'm starting to get like not even top five regularly when I was top three regularly, and I was like, it's literally just because I keep running in running into to Chris. Ways, like right? I'll go, I'll get however far in the tournament I'll fight someone who's top three. It'll be a good match. I could win. They could win. But if they win, and then in losers, I fight Chris. There is like an 80% chance that I'm going to lose. <laughs> and, and, go home. <laughs> and, and I, for a long time, I was just like, dude, I know I can do this as Oni. And if I'm being honest, I did learn a lot. I practiced people against people online quite a bit because Street Fighter 4 online wasn't, wasn't dog shit. Um, uh, if you remember Noah, the prodigy, there's like one of those... Uh, he was like 12 years old, but he was like fucking insane and good. And he played in bison and it's on one of those like street fighter Four YouTube channels that like searches YouTube or searches the street fighter Four replays on the replay channel within the game. And then they re-upload them. So there's one of me fighting Noah where I like kind of shit on him. Uh, spoiler alert. He, he won. We played a set. He won the set two out of three. He won two to one, but those matches, those matches didn't get recorded. (laughs) The one that so got recorded yeah. is game one where I fucking shit on him. And everybody was like, oh my God, Bobby's man's so good. Bison gets destroyed by Oni. And I was like, ah, no, uh, this matchup is garbage. <laughs> I worked my ass off. I worked my ass off. I made all the right reads. And then in the next two games that aren't recorded on this channel, what you don't see is Noah just pressing stand hard kick 4,000 times and, One ki- and killing me because he yeah. stopped randomly doing dumb shit and just realized that he could just roundhouse me 47,000 times in a row and I couldn't do anything about it. Um, 
So at any rate, uh, I eventually was like, I learned what I learned. I felt like I got good. And then I still, even though I knew all these nuances, I was like, I was like, I have an option select where when I knock Bison down, I will uh, jump medium punch um, and you buffer sure you can during the medium punch so that if he does wake up EX scissor or wake up EX psycho, um, he quote unquote isn't there because he's mm-hmm. invincible and I will dragon punch him, which will beat that because his invincibility will run out and I'll dragon punch. And if he does nothing, then he will block or get hit by the jump medium punch and then I can continue block pressure. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this is good. And then Chris was like, I'm going to teleport. And I was like, oh. And then, and then, and then, so like, it's still, didn't think of that. Yeah, you could still, you could, because Bison had a teleport. So he would just teleport back on Wake, and then I would whiff sure you can from options like, and you get hit with those standard. And then I would get hit with a stand roundhouse or a scissor kick, and, I, and then it's just, it's so, so, it, and then again, it's doable. These are all oaky things. He can't always be right. I can't always be wrong, yada, yada. But the point is, in my opinion, it is heavily in Bison's favor. And at a certain point, I was just like, dude, fuck this. I'm going to pick Guile. I'm going to pick Guile. And everyone was like, oh, Guile's a 7-3 matchup versus Bison." And I'm like, first of all, I don't I don't personally think it's 7-3, but it is definitely Guile's favor. It's at least 6-4 Guile. It's pro- I think it's only 6-4, but it might be a little bit more. A lot of people think it's 7-3. Either way, fuck it. I was like, fuck it. And I didn't never lose to Chris as Guile. He definitely beat me when I played Guile versus Bison a couple times. Um, and every time it happened, everyone was like, ooh, fuck it. which was so funny, by the way, to see the shift where everyone's like, Oni, cool, do combo, metal music man, crowd favorite, best. <laughs> and then it's like, if I play Guile versus Bison, everyone's like, boo, fuck you. And I'm just like, fuck all of you. I have a 3-7 matchup. And like, they don't care about that. They're like, you're playing, no, a, three, you're no. playing a 7-3 matchup. I'm like, yeah, because I don't want to play a 3-7. <laughs> Fuck all what, of you. What people, what, what people don't know is that you literally wrote the book on how to play Oni. And the last <laughs> chapter, the twist ending, is that if you play against a bison, play Guile. Don't play Oni. Don't <laughs> yeah. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, bro. So anyway, um, so, you know, I had to hold those elts when I was playing, you know, the top tier counter pick, But. Ultimately, what it did for me was it, it it proved my theory, which was that Chris really was a problem for me specifically, um, maybe somewhat for me as a person, but in my opinion, mostly because of the character matchup. And once I invalidated his existence by playing a shitty matchup for him, my results were the same. But I didn't stick with Guile. Do you know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. Oni still spoke to me. And, and so... I think what's hard to know is when, when do you do that? When do you like just counterpick counterpick? the matchup? Yeah. And when, yeah. And when do you like, when do you turn that counterpick into your main? And that's always a scary decision because especially if you're counterpicking what is technically a higher tier character Mm -hmm. than your character. Uh, And in this specific example, that's actually not as bad because Guile is, Certainly better than Oni, but he's also like a mid-ish. Gal's good. He's not a top tier. Gal's never like been bad picked. in Street Fighter 4, but he's not a top tier. He's never, well, I guess he was debatably top tier in Super when charge characters were good, but I think mostly people are just bad at the game and it didn't exist long enough. Um, yeah. think, think Ultra. Yeah, if, if we're talking Ultra, Gal's He like, wasn't Elena where he had a burst. And Gile, he wasn't, yeah, Gal's at yeah. best an upper mid-tier character. And, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe at worst a mid-mid. He's certainly not a low mid. Kyle's no. good. Kyle's a good character. He's good. No major flaws uh, that can't be worked around, etc. 
But anyway, sometimes you don't pick Guile, right? Sometimes for your counter pick, whether because of the matchup or because of uh, uh, who you resonate with personally, maybe mm-hmm. your secondary resonating character is Brawl Meta Knight, right? He's and, just a top tier. Yeah. And that was something I, I struggled with because, and what, what helped me, it doesn't always work out this way, but what helped me with Meta Knight, well, initially, is that he was just super good, and I was innately good at and had already practiced, and my favorite part of the game was edge guarding. And Meta Knight's just like, fucking lol, I have 10,000 jumps, I hit you with a billion moves, I shuttle loop you, you die. So I would just gimp the shit out of people when I picked him up. But what helped me, um, and this is something that, depending on the game... I have a very different answer for, and people who know me from different games pigeonhole me oppositely on this. And this is where, like, I will tell them they're full of shit, but they don't, they don't always know. They don't know know it. They don't always know the other game, but, like, I do and do not like playing characters that other people know. I think generally in Smash, I dislike it. Um, I have played fighting games where I also don't like, I mean, Oni is one of those. It's nice because people don't know the matchup. Like we talked about earlier, I don't understand why they don't know it. It's stupid. It's not that weird. weird. It's he's weird. He but he's up, not that weird. He's not that. Weird. Just go blank. I don't it's, know why. I've never understood. He looks like a Super Saiyan, but blue. He's <laughs> he is such a he is such a like straightforward character to me. I I I have never understood why. Dude, you're you're Dunning Krugering so hard right now. I guess, <laughs> but like, also he's objectively not hard. Like, if you look at his, like, links, he has much easier links than most characters. He's also got much more links than most characters. No, he doesn't. Do he like- just has two target combos. He has two target combos, and they're really easy. Dudley has 57,000 target combos, and everybody plays Dudley's Dudley. Dudley, Dudley. Dudley's actually hard. <laughs> But everybody plays Dudley, and they're like, yeah, this, I could never play Oni, but Dudley, I'm just like, what? Oni is like <laughs> Dudley light. It doesn't, uh, anyway, anyway, all right. Anyway, point being, um, Meta Knight, here. I eventually dropped when I played him in Brawl because I was like, man, everybody really knows this matchup, and I don't, I don't like this character enough to mm. put that level of work in. I did enjoy playing him when he was like winning and doing well, but I actually found out that I didn't like the intricate nuance of Meta Knight's gameplay, right? Meta Knight's gameplay, when you really optimize him, is like you do a back air and you do like a drag down regrab, or like you find out how to specifically only hit X amount of hits of your weird multi-hit moves, or like things like that. And I was like, yeah, I just don't, like that doesn't appeal to me personally. What did appeal to me was learning how to do like boost pivot chain grabs as Falco because that's cool as fuck. You fly across the stage through your opponent, change directions, and they still can't do anything and you chain grab them. That So arbitrarily, for whatever reason, that character and, and uh, appealed to me more. And he was still a better character than Dedede, but, um, but he resonated with me. So even though he's worse than Meta Knight, because everyone is, that's who I picked. So I guess what I'm getting to in my long diatribe is that you should play the character that resonates with you most, in my opinion. And when you have a level of success that isn't random, that is consistent, and and have trouble breaking a wall, at that point, you should seek out the most relevant top-tier character that you resonate with the most and try them out. And if you don't know, just pick randomly. 
But at a certain point, you'll either figure out that your character isn't as bad as you thought that it was, or that it can do more than you thought it could because you weren't as good as you thought you were. Or you will discover that the character really is that bad. Like when I switch from Beelzebub to Grand <laughs> right now in Grand Blue. When you do and that, I'm just when, like, when that's coming up. And yeah. I'm just like, well, no, anytime I do it, if I play like, there have been plenty of sets between like me and Pharaoh or even me and you. We haven't played Grand Blue in a while, yeah. but like, no, like fighting your Charlotta as Beelzebub where I switch to Grand and I'm like, oh, I can just, I can just do whatever I want now. <laughs> It's very I, noticeable. I do feel like uh, specifically the fact that I was able to vibe with Charlotta uh, before the fact that Charlotta, with Charlotta do it. You vibe hard with Charlotta. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I was able to uh, more than the fact that Charlotta is like a top three, top five character in Grand Blue is what helped me to understand the game. And yeah, I really, because you yeah, liked her. I, yeah, that was only well, for me in Street Fighter four. Like I was like, oh, now that I like how he works, I see how he does all these things. Right. Yes. And then yes. that makes you understand the whole game and then makes you yep. play more characters and have a better. That's why, like, even if you were winning more with like a character that you didn't really understand, you just knew they were good. I think that's mm -hmm. worse in the long run. Oh, yeah, because that teaches you bad habits. You're not learning how to play the game at that point. You're learning how to play zero or uh, uh, grand or cat or whatever, w which uh, is why those players will run into like I remember early on um, playing some of the old Smash 4 guard. Uh, when I was like, quote unquote, being known again, uh, when I came back and started playing Smash Ultimate and all the yeah. new, all the new young whippersnappers from Smash 4 were like, who is this guy? And I remember playing some of them and they would pick like, they would be like, oh, I'm going to pick Lucina because reasons. And then they would get like really salty because I would beat them with Ganondorf. Yeah. Hit them real hard with a yeah. sword. And it's yeah. like, and, and it's like, <laughs> that is textbook because to me it's like i think you can learn a lot from playing it doesn't have to be a low tier character i don't i actually don't think there's any value in intentionally playing low tier i think there's literally no value in it like assuming like you resonate with some character but you're like i'm gonna play low tier to learn blah i don't i literally think there's no value in that there's no as, point as training weights no that does not but work. If, if you want to talk about like matchup knowledge that's important maybe but, yeah that can yeah. be there can be perspectives but like but 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 my point is like, it's really who you who you vibe with like you said and it's the same way when people yeah. like try to learn how to use an arcade stick and they're like what mm -hmm. grip should i use well there's all kinds of i don't know man <laughs> same as a mouse right it's the same as a mouse you can use claw grip yeah. you can use palm grip you can use fingertip grip some combination but the correct answer in my opinion is when you put your hand on the mouse what do you do and then they do a mm -hmm. thing, and then I go, do that. And it's the same mm. way with joysticks when people are learning how to use an arcade stick. It's like, how, if you just sit down right now and do stuff, what do you do? And then they do it. And some people naturally do wine glass wine hold. Grip, yeah. Some people naturally do pencil grip. Some people do fist grip. Some people do whatever. Weird thing. Yeah. Whatever they do, that's, in my opinion, the best one. Because whatever makes oh, you... reflexive. Yeah, comfortable, yeah. reflexive, so you're not fighting yourself that's going to yep. allow you to focus more easily on all the things that are happening. So full circle tier yeah. lists are important. You should consider them, but people beat themselves up for falling on characters that aren't like the best mm -hmm. or top. And they think they're holding themselves back when in reality, they're so far from that being a rel being relevant yeah. that that's not 
Yeah. Do not fall That's into not where that you should trap. begin the conversation. Bro, if you're um, playing like fucking Dr. Mario and you're you're like getting top 30 at a major if you decide like like okay here, who's you know here's a better example if you're playing in melee plup is the perfect example plup mm-hmm. played samus plup samus. was the best samus player in the world plup was routinely getting top eight and then he was like i think i need to switch from samus to fox to be like top one mm-hmm. cool good for you good for you like, it, and you don't need to be eight, like, depending on your character, but, like, you need to be doing, if you're not, like, that's why people are like, oh, why do you play Ganon? And it's like, I could switch to Ganon, or off Ganon, I might play more Lucina as time goes on, but at the end of the day, there's still a lot I can learn from playing Ganon, because I'm not, I mean, I'm not as good as Rickles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I could be better. There is still a larger amount holding me back personally than is Ganon. Uh, some matchups notwithstanding. Um, but overall, that's true, right? Like, I'm not talking about right. Greninja and Inkling. Like, yeah, yeah match- some, some of the shits on you. Those matchups yeah. are shit. I'm not, yeah, yeah. those are fuck- those are shit counterpick. But, like, overall, even, even Nate. <sighs> like, losing matchups. It, like, a 6 4 or something. People not like don't want to play a 4 6. They want to, yeah. like, never be in a position to play a 4 6. And it's like, bro, a 4 6 doesn't mean shit. Yeah, like, that's not the end of the world. If, that's four games. You know how many games you need to win in order to take a set? Yeah, <laughs> if you actually care about a 4-6 matchup to a degree that's like, like if you're just like, oh, I'll never play. Like, you are on another planet and you need to get your shit together because 4-6 does not matter. My biggest fear in life, um, more than uh, mortality, more than, you know, fear of acceptance or whatever is that uh, Honda Chun is only a 4-6 matchup, and I've been making it worse for myself this whole time. Um, <laughs> I hope I die before I realize that it's, like, actually 4-6. There's no way that's true. It has yeah. to be 3-7. So for those of you who don't know, E. Honda has... Uh, is it hands that she can do it's, with Super? She can punish whatever the fuck she wants <coughs> with Super. She can punish hands? She can punish hands. She can punish uh, stand roundhouse. Uh, she can punish uh, headbutt. Obviously, I thought hands were plus. Are you sure you're not full of shit? I gotta look this up. I'm pretty sure that hands aren't plus. I think I'm pretty sure that fierce hands are like zero or one or something. Oh, we can't cancel the podcast until I until I look this up. I need to. Know oh no, I, I wanted to talk about uh, Marvel tears anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, good, no, excellent, yeah, good excellent, luck. Excellent. We got we got Marvel tier time. Where the fuck is Ihan on the character select here? <laughs> All right, here he is. Yeah, hundred hand slap. Specifically fierce. Fierce. <laughs> is it is it minus three on block? Dude, <laughs> Brace yourself, Alex. Uh-huh. It is plus three. Mm, okay, plus so they can't three. They can't punish uh E Honda is such a perfect character for this conversation because he isn't good, but he is horse shit. <laughs> He's horse shit. And if you resonate with Honda and you are like Alex, where when you wake up in the morning and you get a boner, your dick does hard hand hand slap. It does jab. It does jab fierce hands onto your fucking just innately. Why the fuck wouldn't you play Honda (laughs) if you could do that? If you could do that. Plus three. Okay. That for those of you who don't know, Honda hundred hand slap is better for is a move that comes out. Super duper fast because you cancel it off of your jab, which is like four frames or some shit. 
maybe five. Yeah, yeah jab is fast, and then it's is, plus enough that you can like? freely four? cancel. Yeah, four. Four frame yeah. move that cancels into a true block string into a move mm-hmm. that does 10 million damage, that if that move that does 10 million damage hits, you get another hit for free after it every single time that also does more damage. Or well, if they hold on. Or if they block, <laughs> or if they block, you're just you're plus three. You're plus unless three. It's, unless it's Chun. Chun can punish stand roundhouse on hit. Yes. That so this is so you didn't know we're getting there. So this is okay, this okay. is the part that's why I was curious. I, so you might I don't know. This is three seven might not be. Because if you can because if the worst part of that matchup, you might Oh man, I, I like thought I was agreeing. I thought I was agreeing <laughs> with you. I thought I was agreeing with you, Lex. But now that I'm looking at the frame data, okay, so what's bullshit is normally if you do as Honda, one of your best moves is stand roundhouse, which is a far reaching standing move that oddly hits low, which means you have low. to crouch block it, which is awkward and weird. It's a very good footsie move for him. And Lex is correct in saying that he's not allowed to use it in footsies because if he physically hits <laughs> well against Chun, yes. If he physically yeah. hits Chun Li with it, even if she doesn't block and he kicks her right in the vag. Square in the shin, yeah. It is uh hold on, let me look it up here. <clears throat> uh it is negative two on hit. And Chun-Li has a super that starts up in two frames. Two frames. Which means that if Chun-Li gets hit, even if she doesn't block, even, even if she just gets hit in the if face. If I'm doing a combo, if I, I won footsies by yes. doing jab if, hands. If Lex and does, if Lex does hands and confirms into stand hard kick, which is the extra move that he gets when he hits with his bullshit hands move, then Chun-Li gets a super him. The reason I don't care now is because I didn't. You convinced me previously that you just couldn't do anything, but you can just you could just Stop. do hands. You could just no. do hands and still get and still get a shit ton of damage. No, so I need if to she has super. If she happens to have a full stick of butter, then you just get hands. But for the rest of the matchup, if she doesn't have a full stick of butter, you could still do the hard kick. I don't know. I don't know, Lex. It's definitely Dude. Chun's favor. No question, it's oh, at yeah. least 6-4 Chun. Chun's favor. Obviously, it's 6-4 Chun. It might not be 7-3 Chun. I don't know. I don't know, Alex. I'm sorry I ruined your life. I thought no, I was going to no, be on I your know. side. I, I asked you politely not to. I, here we are. So tell me <laughs> um, about Marvel things. Tell me yeah, about the okay. weird game of Marvel. So uh, Marvel's kind of funny because there's a couple of ways that you can look at tier lists. Uh, the most effective, uh, truest way to look at the tier list in the game is it involves looking at entire team compositions Marvel because Marvel is a team, a team game, game where you have yes. three characters yeah yeah you don't have just one character you've got three characters and each of those three characters has a different assist Usually even if a character is well. top tier they may not combine as well with certain characters yeah. so like, there might be a low tier character that, that complements that right like uh, Phoenix is a high tier character but she's really needy because in order to play her you're not allowed to spend any meter because you have to save up meter for Phoenix so that she can turn into Dark Phoenix and that's your win condition. So it would be stupid to play C Viper at, on point uh, with uh, uh, Phoenix at the end. Because Viper because, wants to spend meter. Yeah, she, she's got all of Viper's best tools. Her EX Seismo, EX... Uh, uh, what's the electric hand thing? Help me. A thunder Knuckle. EX Thunder, thunder Knuckle. knuckle. Um, all, of, all of her best tools involve spending meter. So... That would be like two top tier characters who working together would not make a top tier team. Uh, the problem is, since there's like 60 characters or whatever, uh, 
and there's that huge combination of choices that you can make. It's impractical to make a list of all of the teams. Impossible, some might say. Yeah. And certainly rank them. But uh, you could also look at the characters individually. I mean, like, God, how I, many characters and combinations? Yeah. I mean, and that's... With all the different assists, yeah, too. Hundreds yeah. of combinations. Yep. Yeah. Uh, probably thousands. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the assists, thousands, yeah. definitively. Yeah. And the the order that they're selected in, too, makes a difference. Because, you know, a doom on point is a thing, and then doom in the middle is a thing, and then doom at the end is a different thing. Um, so we're starting off with a sort of bizarre relationship with tears, but yet and still, there are certain characters that are good, like Virgil, like Phoenix, like Magneto, like Doctor Doom. These are all very good, strong characters. Um, and there are certain characters that are, like, bad like bad, bad, like a uh, Shinko, uh, Phoenix, Wright, Uh, Arthur is kind of bad. I guess you'd have to suss that one out. Uh, Ghost Riders in that same tier, but you know, the, the point is, I think more than ever, even though there's such a big gap between Shinko and Virgil in terms of like quality of character or the amount of mileage that you can get out of a character just based on who they are and what they do. Even though there's that huge gap, because Marvel is so finicky and it's so hard to get a real firm look at a tier list, you should just definitely play the character that vibes with you the hardest. Like, you know, is there anyone in Marvel that's as bad? And when I say Marvel, I mean Marvel 3 and Ultimate Marvel 3 specifically. Is there anyone that's as bad in that game as like the weird, dumb cactus guy in Marvel 2? Like, how much. How much disparity is Amingo, there? Amingo's got some infinites. He's got some shit. Everyone has an infinite. It's Marvel <laughs> yeah. 2, but he's still a dog shit character that's yeah, he's, terrible. he's a bad character. He's, so he's uh, how here. How big, uh, compared to like uh, Smash Ultimate for me, like how big of a discrepancy uh, is there? I, I play Phoenix right. I think he's a fun character. He's god-awful. All of his good tools involve not being able to use them anymore. Do you think he's the In worst order, character? He's... Probably bottom five. Um, okay. And how many characters in the game? Total. Like 60? It's less than 60. 60 in like a three-player team game. 60. Okay. Okay. Um, Shinko, in my opinion, is the worst character in the game. Um, she has really <clears throat> shitty mobility. Um, she's got a gimmick that costs a bar, but involves... You, you need In order to activate the gimmick, you need her out on point. And in order to benefit from the gimmick, you need her as an assist. Which means that you have to move her around on the screen. She has to be out and then do her thing and then also get out. Which, like, hard tagging in that game usually means you're going to lose a character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's it takes too much to get the benefit from Shinko. Um, she's got a, a super uh, that gives her gold armor. So she's got hyper armor. She can do whatever she wants, right? Which gets applied to her assist. Uh, she's got the pendulum assist where she swings around for a minute with like fucking blades everywhere. And since she's got hyper armor, like normally the only thing that you can do to hyper armor is throw it. But since yes. she's an assist, you can't throw an assist. So she just comes out and she's like, fuck she's you. I can do whatever I want. doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, she sucks. But if, if you, if that appeals to you, if that thing I said sounds like really cool, play her. Uh, and it's, and it's beyond just, playing a character that's comfortable or familiar or that makes sense to you will help you to understand the game. That is true. But beyond that, 
being able to play a character that appeals to you, that makes sense to you, will keep you playing the game. I think and that's I think, the biggest argument yeah. that people want to dismiss <laughs> is like it. The more you play the game, the better you'll get. And so if you aren't yeah. having fun because you're playing a character that you think is good that you don't like, you will play the game less, which means you will be less good at the game. Yeah, like <laughs> if 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 I listen to you and I I played fucking Falco or whatever, uh, even I though he's good, I still think you could. I still think you could. All things being equal, <laughs> you haven't you haven't put the time in, Lex. I haven't. You're right. Uh, but if but if I listen to you and I played Falco and it was just a miserable experience, well, if it was super miserable, uh, yeah, yeah, where I was having fun but losing with Bayonetta. Over time, eventually, I'll get better with Bayonetta because I'll still be playing, and eventually, I'll just stop playing if all I do is play Falco, and it's a miserable existence. I'm actually glad you brought that up, though, because <laughs> because I think specifically, um, well, I think for you, I disagree, and I think there are times when this is an important point that we haven't addressed yet, which is that there are certain characters who teach you the real game more. Oh, sure, yeah. Bayonetta plays her own game. She does not really play Smash Brothers. And She's there's nothing wrong Smash, with that. Smash yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if you start with a character like Bayonetta, which is why I'm always on your ass so much, mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Because yeah, no, you don't learn the fundamentals. You don't need to play Ryu for a thousand years mm -hmm. and go to every tournament and focus on Ryu and play him until you win. You don't mm -hmm. need to do that. But you do need to have a basic understanding of how to play Ryu if you play Street Fighter. If you do not know how Ryu works, you cannot understand why anything else is relevant. You because can't. he's the fundamental learning block on which all Street Fighter 4 is made. All Street Fighter, period. I mean, well. period. Period. Uh, he So... So if you don't if you don't understand how Ryu works, I don't even care what game it is. If uh, maybe Third Strike is the least relevant, I don't know. But even in Five, where Ryu is bad because Five is the worst game of all time, um, even in Five, I think Ryu is an excellent character that you should understand how to play. You don't need to be good with him. You don't need to put time in, but you should take X amount of time to like do some combos, play a few games, have him have him as like a fun, friendly character, you know. And so that's how I feel about like like yeah Falco or whoever for you whatever normal I mean I guess Yoshi kind of counts because Yoshi's pretty normal he's a little especially weird. compared to Bayonetta compared to Bayonetta yeah compared to others he's not yeah. normal at all well but. I, I think specifically my problem in that I don't understand uh, Smash fundamentals Smash footsies um, Yoshi is good because he's good at that thing even though he's not normal if that makes yes. any sense Bayonetta yes. is Yoshi fucking weird. is innately insane at neutral like yeah, yeah even though it is weird. But anyway, yeah, Shinko, play Shinko. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Shinko speaks to you, play Shinko. And and the reason for that is like the vast majority of people know better than to play Shinko. But for the people who don't, uh, people <laughs> like LLND who do play Shinko, they've got like a whole idea worked out for her. And and Shinko works and is a pivotal part of LLND's team. It wouldn't make sense for LLND to drop Shinko. And if he did, and if he did decide to play Team NorCal, which is uh, Magneto, uh, Doom, Virgil, um, like it's a better team. Just flatly, it's better than LLND's team. But it wouldn't work for him the same way. I don't know that he'd be able to play Team NorCal. You have to as play to your strengths. You, you have yeah. to play to your strengths. Absolutely. And and like in in that game, uh, as as hard as it is to quantify, uh, Team NorCal is Ryu. 
if you understand how to play Team NorCal, and you, you should have Marvel. a Team NorCal. Yeah, you understand how to play Marvel. Was it again Magneto, Doom, Virgil? Yep. Specifically that, because it's got all of the... You understand the relationship for meter. Uh, you understand mobility, because all three of those characters have good mobility that's different and weird. Uh, it, that that will teach you just uh, just those two things. Meter management and mobility. That's all you need for mm-hmm. Marvel. That's that's the whole game in a nutshell. <laughs> Um, but like you should probably know how to play that team or at least know how that team is played in order to have an effective understanding of Marvel, um, separating it from being a top tier or whatever. And I think that's, I think it's important to remember that there are characters that are good or characters that are bad, but like put that on the back burner, especially if you're like just now getting into the game or like trying to pick it up. Like you're like, Oh, holy, holy shit. Parsec's a thing. Uh, Let's let's play uh, whatever um, Marvel game. If you're like picking it up or looking at it seriously for the first time, it's important to remember that there are characters that are good. But I think it's more important to remember why they're good than how good they are. And to that end, play the characters that make the most sense to you. Yeah, yeah. Why? No, that's a that's a great that's a great line. Like, yeah. Thank why you. are they good? <laughs> exactly. And yeah. a lot of times people don't take the time to understand that they really don't. Or uh, more importantly, maybe even if you're trying to be a player specifically, I think a lot of people don't differentiate between understanding and being able to articulate certain things versus sure. being able to do them. And mm-hmm. that is also a whole world of a difference. <laughs> like to, it, to that end, I think it's more important to understand why reworks or how Ryu works than to be able to play him. I agree. Being being able to play him will probably teach you like 99% of the time, teach you how to play him. But, you know, well, and I think that works with him because he's a simple character, but on the flip side, you don't, you certainly don't need to learn how to play sea Viper to know why she's good. Uh, and on, but also like you can't assume that you should play C Viper just because you understand what she's supposed to do because C yeah. Viper is inherently a character that requires you to put in immense lab time. So yeah. And if you don't enjoy yeah. repeated labbing, you don't play C Viper. <laughs> I still think in a vacuum, if I could do C Viper things, I would be a good C Viper player. But I, but I don't want to become that because it's too much lab time. (laughs) I've put in a fair amount of lab time in my day, a fair amount. But I I feel the same way about ice climbers. It's like, yeah, if I could play ice climbers, I'm sure I'd be good with them. But and have fun. I don't think I will ever be the kind of player that wants to learn that. It's just not. Yeah, I'll learn combos, but like, yeah, you got to know your your boundaries and limitations. That yeah. and that I think should probably figure into your character choice as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before tiers, <laughs> yeah, above tiers, yeah. exactly. Find who resonates with you the most, and then look at the tier list. So, yeah, yeah I think we we agree. Yeah. So, um, well, I don't know. Has this been a podcast? It's been a podcast. It's, it's been, been a, about podcast. It's been a podcast. All right. Well, um, yeah, we will uh, cut you guys next week when we. Talk about subjects that may or may not be dead games that we said we were going to talk about last week. I'm very hopeful that it's dead games. Will and I are entering a 2v2 Street Fighter 4 tournament. Yay! It's going to be fucking fun. Uh, We're both going to smile while we play a Street Fighter game, something that we we haven't done in years. We'll smile while losing, which almost never happens. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, so it'll be fun, and we'll, we'll have an update for you guys about that and uh, the general topic next week. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I have been Metal Music Man. And I've been Professor Lex. And we will catch you guys next time. <laughs>